1: Free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
2: This is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, and it starts now.
0: Welcome into ATL Day 1s with Jarvis and Tanitra. I wanted to say, welcome you into the show. It is a Monday. We hope you are, are had a great weekend because we are ready to rock and roll on a good old Monday. We want to just say thank you, thank you, thank you for making ATL Day 1s with Jarvis and Tanitra your first listener today. And remember, we're free and available wherever you download your podcast and wherever you download your podcast. Make sure you leave us a five-star review that is not a request that is a demand that's how we're doing it on this show today t That's just kind of type of mood i'm in now okay <laughs> you know because Atlanta braves get blasted in the series finale against the yes. against the uh Against Anaheim and and you know we we're gonna talk about whether or not you know Adam Duvall gets hurt season end of injuries and mm-hmm. oof, we got we we got a lot of discuss. Alex anthopolis should be very busy and also Desmond Ritters, the highest rated rookie quarterback, but he was taken in the third round. Does that mean something or, or is Madden? understanding why the falcons took desmond ritter we'll talk about all of that and last but not least and for the culture kfc got chicken nuggets now what in the world is going on we'll talk about all that and for the culture but but first t we gotta talk about like i mentioned before the anaheim angels beat the braves nine to one ian anderson gets absolutely rocked and i don't know about you but i am getting concerned about ian anderson and, and I think that he's showing signs of potentially having to go down to AAA to get his mind right, or um, Alex is having to make that phone call to say, hey, you know what, that guy who you called us about, that mm-hmm. asking whether or not we were interested in, um, yeah, I'm interested now. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: and my, my preference is that because you can really ask that question of, okay, Does he remain a brave, meaning Alex Anthopoulos either doesn't get on the call to trade him or just can't find a trade partner, or does he go down, like you said, to AAA or... I hate to say it, but Mississippi Rays, but we, we hope, definitely hope not that. But yeah, ultimately, yeah. Speaking, you know... um Don't
0: you know if that's even possible. <laughs> yeah, right, is that possible?
2: I guess if Michael Harris II could come up to, maybe you go down to if you're not careful. But anyway, we really just ultimately, I think you do keep him as a brave because, listen, we know what those last six starts looked like, right? Last night, ooh, you know, five runs in the first inning, but then you look at the fact that it's the walks. That's a problem as well, because Man. even when he has like a one run game, like back on July 15th, he still had three walks. And also the the, the strikes are going down, right? So two strikeouts in the game on Sunday. And then you just run down the list uh, back on June 30th, another one of his seven run games, June 24th, Man. a four run game. July 5th, okay, we'll give you that, a one run game. But again, you look at the number of walks, anywhere from you know three to four. And other than that, June 24th, you know, where to me going above and beyond five strikeouts is where I really start to get excited. Other than that June 24th outing, every other outing has been five or less. And I think, you know, Jarvis should think about guys like Kyle Wright and how literally Mm -hmm. they had to work with him. They had to take him back down a notch and say, hey, here are some of the mechanics that you have to figure out or the mental, because I don't know if it's really even Ian Anderson and the mechanics. I think now it's just in his head.
0: Right, yeah. And I think that's the thing that you kind of have to be concerned about, right? Because mm-hmm. we all know how mental, uh, how big a part of the game of baseball is when it comes to that your mentals, right? So I think it's, no uh, that's one of the things that, you know, Brian Snicker has to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. And I think Alex Anthopoulos has to get the good feel for as far as what I need to do. Like Aston yeah, Thompson yeah. needs to figure out what he needs to do. And mm-hmm. before we talk about what he needs to do and the trade deadline, what his priority should be, we're gonna have Tanitra tell us about sports card investor and how they don't got down with Locked on Sports Atlanta as well.
2: Yes, they are the sports world of cards, reimagine the sports card investor app. Is the hobby's most powerful resource. You can do a quick check on the value of your favorite cards. You can buy great deals, profit from the hobby that you love. So check this out. You can easily borrow 630,000 cards. You're borrowing from every sport, right? Hundreds more added every week. So right now they're probably bordering on 700,000 as we speak, but you can check the latest values of those cards with a seven-day chart or a 30-day chart. And of course, check your favorite player out, right? Or check out... Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., and look what that looked like in his rookie year. And I bet that Michael Harris, the second rookie card, that's going to be worth something someday. So you have the opportunity to go and check out the values of each and every card. You can find out the best prices. You can even buy directly through the app with the eBay deals feature. So whether you're a casual card collector like me or looking for an alternative investment opportunity like me, the Free Sports Card Investor app has something for you. Again, can you imagine the value of even a Spencer Strider card. So you go back in time, see how much your favorite card is worth today. I know I have a few cards left that I may need to check out as well and definitely making a call home to see what's in that boat I am. So stay up to date on all the latest record-breaking baseball cards and download the Sports Card Investor app today. It's available for free in the Google Play and Apple app stores, or you can just go to sportsinvestor.com backslash locked on. That's sportsinvestor.com backslash locked on.
0: Go ahead and do it right now. Go ahead and put some money down so it can come back to you in about 10 years when Michael Harris is on his way to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I said (laughs) it. Well, it doesn't matter. You know, y'all know how I I feel about him. Now, T, as far as we know how it came out over the weekend, we know Mm -hmm. how – what the doctors feel about Adam Duvall. They said, your season is over, buddy. Um, he's gonna have season-ending um, wrist surgery. Um, yeah. He entered it in the game on Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. He had um, instances where he went into the um, wall on Saturday, and he, came, he actually came back, and then they ended up taking him out of the game, and you know, he was replaced by Heredia. And I, I think that, I know a lot of people, I know myself, I don't like the idea of Heredia um being in there every each and every single day um Mm -hmm. in left field with or platooning with Eddie Rosario that doesn't sound tempting to me at all (laughs) so does this injury of Adam Duvall change the perspective or change the the directive for for Alex Anthopoulos um ahead of the trade deadline?
2: I believe so because there's there are some numbers that none of us really talk about when it comes to Duvall right a lot of it is we're looking at to your point what he's doing in the outfield because defensively in left field he is the truth he has been solid in left field and like you said whenever he takes a day off you just cringe and say okay Aradia Rosario and you think about Rosario not quite being 100% back from that eye surgery so nope. it's a little you know for a, it's a little scary for Braves country and then you think about his numbers Duval's OPS over 900 over the last 34 games 10 home runs 20 RBI. That's not easy to replace, and we know from those guys that we just mentioned, Heredia and Rosario, definitely not easy for them to replace. So, yeah, he may have to go out there and look for somebody who can give him Alex Anthopoulos what he needs. Somebody like an Ian Happ, because again, what Alex Anthopoulos is able to do, and we've seen it time and time again, is look for that guy who who can actually play pretty much any position that he's needed, and of course that guy plays a second base, he plays in the outfield, he can do that. And maybe the long shot, I said the long shot, might be Jorge Soler. Soler.
0: Familiar names are definitely something I think Alex Anthopolis should definitely consider. Mm -hmm. And we would definitely see how he's going to handle these these injuries that just keep coming (laughs) around. But I think Alex Anthopolis has proved time and time again that, hey, He's a guy that's always kind of thinking ahead and, and prepared for these particular situations. Mm-hmm. Speaking of those situations, um, John Collins and Trey Young seem to be a situation, but I don't necessarily believe that because I always thought these guys have one thing in common: they like playing basketball together, and yes. you know, because they've been successful. So uh-huh. you know, I don't think that you can like literally hate somebody or want somebody out of the out of the off the team or something like that if you ha- mm-hmm. you don't have some type of chemistry and success. On the court, so it seemed like that continued. They were out in the Drew League, mm-hmm. um, outside of John Collins and finger looking like boo boo to fool. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I think, Ooh. I think, I think all is well with Trey Young between Trey Young and John Collins. What'd you say, T?
2: And maybe it has to be well, right? Because, <laughs> right. Exactly. At this yeah. point,
0: especially with
2: the condition of that finger, and you don't really know what you're going to get, that may be part and parcel to why. There really was never a trade partner that the Hawks could find or at least to date have not been able to find. And again, that's not because teams don't respect and appreciate John Collins. It's just because sometimes when you're talking about what the Hawks may be willing to give up and what that other team may be desiring, those things may not match up. But so that in addition to the fact that this was commentary way back in the Lloyd Pierce days, right, about this chasm
0: between kind of tired and, to be honest with you. And, yeah,
2: John Collins. Yeah. And it's like, let's just put the narrative to rest because he stayed on last year. Again, he's gone through two years of the trade rumors. And John Collins has been nothing but a stand-up guy and professional with it and come to play ball with Trey Young all of this time. And I don't anticipate that he's going to do anything else unless something happens here or miraculously at the NBA trade trade deadline. Other than that I think all you need to have, and Jarvis, you as a former athlete can attest to, have a working relationship, and that's all you need to make some magic on the floor, regardless of whether you know you guys have the same taste in anything, whether it's music, clothes, how you travel, how you roll, who you roll with. None of it matters. Just make sure you've got what you need for that chemistry on the floor, and I think they've got that.
0: No doubt about it. We've talked about what Desmond Ritter needs in order to be successful this year. But T, the Madden Rays came out, and he was the highest-rated rookie quarterback. We'll talk about what that means, if anything, right here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. This is ATL Day 1 with Jarvis and T
2: welcome back to atl day ones i am tanitra that is jarvis and thank you guys for rocking with us as always thank you guys for continuing to download this podcast wherever you get your podcast and continue to give us five star reviews we definitely appreciate you guys for that and you know what else we can appreciate jarvis when somebody gets a rating right because it's always fun when everything Madden comes out, right? Whether it's a Madden rating or the new Madden who's going to make the cover, so on and so forth. So anywho, after you kind of got through all of the guys who, you know, the veterans, if you will, who may have been upset about their rating, then we get to rookie ratings. And check this. It may have taken the Falcons 74 picks to get their QB in Desmond Ritter, but up to that point, let's just be real. There was only one other quarterback who had been selected, that of my beloved Pittsburgh Steelers selecting Kitty Pickett at number 20. Yeah.
0: Knew you was going to slide that in. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but anyway, back to the Falcons, it was really a lack of quarterbacks. Like when you think about right. all of the hoopla, it's really been about the class of 2023 and mm-hmm. not so much about the class of 2022. So it kind of makes sense that Desmond Ritter was there for the picking for the Falcons in that third round. And guess what? the lack of quarterbacks may actually make for the perception or lack thereof about this being, like I said, a weaker class. And Madden 23 actually agrees. Check this. Ritter received a 70 overall rating out of a possible 99, but that is the highest out of any rookie QB this year. So I ask you, do you agree with that rating when you think about not just Kenny Pickett but you think about that entire class of QBs overall
0: I think one one of the things that comes in the first thing that came to mind when I saw the rating is that the fact that he was there for you know it was a four-year guy right yeah. you know he had he's been there for quite some time mm-hmm. he was successful he had a good overall career and I think a lot of people don't understand but yeah they do take that in consideration I mm-hmm. understand you know, there's a the breakdown of attributes and all that stuff like that. But I think that is taken into consideration, you mm-hmm. know, but the one thing that, and another thing that I think that, you know, was taken into, into consideration is that the fact that a lot, there were some guys who thought that Desmond Ritter was the best quarterback out yeah. of this class, you know, and, sure. and you know, there were some concerns about Kenny Pickett and whether mm-hmm. or not he's going to be that guy. And you see, Malik Willis was right there, right up under um, Desmond Ritter as well. Yes. Because, and, it, and, it's just, and I think that essentially how close this class was mm-hmm. from an evaluation standpoint mm-hmm. came was true in Madden. So I think this is yeah. kind of right around. It's not like he's a 75 and everybody else is 65, you know? Right. But they, everybody's right there next to each other. So, and I think mm-hmm. that that's how they were evaluated. When coming yeah. into this the 2022 NFL draft, so I, I think it's right where it needs it, it's right where it needs to be, and and I think that it's it's going to be really interesting from a standpoint of playing time because you know Kenny Pickett the, the starting position is not like his. You know they signed Mitchell Trubisky, so he's there as well, so yeah. he has to literally compete yeah. for the spot. So I think both quarterbacks are. You laughing? I know. I know. Yeah, but you know, everybody think Mitchell Biski's don't don't turn his life around because you know that's what both of those quarterbacks <laughs> do, right? You know. So I'll go with that. I'll go with that narrative for now. So it's all good. So it's a competition. So I think that you know once we see how these competitions play play out, I think that there's going to be an interesting conversation as to playing time, success, mm-hmm. and what that looks like you know, going forward for both of those the, the quarterbacks.
2: Yeah, and it's interesting, and I want to come back to that success part because I think that's going to be interesting to see what happens at the back end of the, the season. And like you said, a lot of it is dictated by are you going to have to start day one? Kenny Pickett, probably, real talk, he probably will start a couple games in, right? Because
0: right. Yeah.
2: unless they see something amazing in training camp, they probably will give Mitch Trubisky the opportunity to be the starter, right? And it'll be right. interesting. You look at even a Carolina is Corral? Is Matt Corral going to get a chance, an opportunity? Probably, but we right. don't. Nobody really knows if that opportunity is going to come, you know, day one because they went out and got Baker Mayfield. So, yeah. in the Falcons, similar situation. Right. We don't all expect to see Desmond Ritter week one because of Marcus Mariota, but certainly we expect to see him at some point. So that kind of goes to my next point of when we look at desmond ritter what do we think of as success for him this season
0: you know what to be honest with you to get a good grasp of arthur smith and what he wants in his yeah. offense to be able to go to the huddle call a play mm-hmm. and you know and, and everybody understand where he's coming from and yeah. and be able to get to a point where he kind of knows or got a good idea is what what arthur smith is thinking and thinking yeah. excuse me from what he's seeing on the field and and mm-hmm. and does those, those do those things line up because yeah. at the end of the day like there is like you said there's a veteran in front of him that mm-hmm. more than likely is going to start day one yes. so you have to get all of the other aspects of the game because mm-hmm. you're probably not going to get that playing time you right off the bat yeah. and I, you have to kind of understand all the other things that goes along with being a starting quarterback understanding what the play call is, understanding mm-hmm. what why he's calling that play. Because yes. If You can understand the why as mm-hmm. a rookie that you're setting yourself up for success. Um, yes. I think that's what success looks like, understanding the why. Why mm-hmm. is he calling his plays? Why is he calling yes. this play in this particular situation while Marcus Mariota is on the field? Because to mm-hmm. be honest with you, T, I don't think Ritter plays this year unless Marcus mm-hmm. Mariota gets hurt. And mm-hmm. I think that's... I'm not wishing any ill will on Marcus Mariota because, mm-hmm. but he has not played a full season since he's been right. in the NFL. Oh, and absolutely! They've added another game, so right. he couldn't play. He couldn't play sixteen. So there's no way I'm going to assume that he can. Play seventeen for a seventeen game schedule, um, injury free. So I think that you know that success before he actually gets playing time, it looks like understanding the why and getting to the point where he can really get a good grasp of this offense and building building up rapport with his receivers. I think that that's what success looks like for um, Desmond Ritter in twenty twenty two.
2: Right, and that's what I was going to say as well. In terms of the game slowing down for him, I think that's yeah. going to be huge. I actually do expect him to play because when I look at the the uh first four to five games for the Falcons, mm-hmm. th- good luck, Mariota. I mean, <laughs> so,
0: yeah. yeah. If that, that some that of lines on careful. on the on the other side. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah
0: they, they part, right,
2: so It might happen you know, out of default, which I, I make that point because in addition to what you were sharing as well, that also depends on a, a young team, you know, around him, if you will. He got some veterans right. because I, I do think, honestly, we, we don't talk about Brian Edwards probably as much as, you know, we should in some of the other receivers that the Falcons have added. But when we talk about the, you know wide receiver one or tight end one, which really is like wide receiver one A and one B. You know, he's got Kyle Pitts who's in the offense for a second season, but also he's got two new quarterbacks, right, that he's trying to work rhythm, get a rhythm with and and get in sync with. And then, of course, Drake London, who's somebody who – Hey, he he has to slow the game down for himself as well. So I think yeah, those are going to be critical factors. And it's interesting because Madden actually will, of course, adjust those ratings throughout the season, the season based on yep. how yeah, based on how those quarterbacks do. So I'm kind of interested interested if slash when Desmond Ritter plays, what those ratings look like. So uh, look like and what our definition, if it changes, of success will be like. Now this was something else that I thought was interesting when it comes to those rookie ratings, right? It also gives full ratings for the Falcons quarterbacks. Now, mm-hmm. so if you wanted to make a case for Desmond Ritter and what it might look like when he comes through, so Marcus Mariota, and, you know, it breaks it down for your overall, and Marcus Mariota is just a point ahead of Desmond Ritter, and that's somebody who's had years in the league. So I yeah. think that speaks volumes for the rookie rating as well. Felipe Frank's got the 59 because they're still uh, rating him as the third quarterback, although I know we know that He could potentially play him elsewhere. And then for speed, uh, they're dead even. Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter at 88, Franks at 84. And then acceleration, Desmond Ritter 91, Marcus Mariota 90, and Felipe Franks at 85. But for me, Jarvis, the reason that kind of stood out was I said, well, and then I'm sorry, there's one more, agility. Marcus Mariota kind of gets him there from 87 to Ritter 79, Frank 78. But the fact that the rookie can actually stand up as far as the numbers going, we know it's all on paper right now. But right. that I still find is very, very interesting and maybe telling just in terms of some of those other factors that may play into what success looks like for Ritter, especially if, you know, Patrick Mahomes joked about getting his speed up. But real talk, if Ritter can work on some of those things, because even Matt Ryan talked about that, some half joking, but half serious last season about he knew that he had, about the fact that he knew he had to get up his speed and kind of you know just have a quicker release and just overall put together his game faster but again when the game slows down for you then those things pick up for you as well
0: no doubt about it and and i think that ritter is really even said himself that he you know things like he's like a his comp probably is marcus martioli and Mm -hmm. a lot of people had felt some either way you know, to an extreme, of course, on, on, right. on both sides. Okay, if you're Marcus Mariota, shoot, that mean you you're not going to be around here, you know, <laughs> not too long. Or you know, it's just a matter of he has some of the good the some of the good qualities that Marcus Modi, Mark, Mark, Mariota has. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. That those are some of the things that are can transfer, and he can you know add his own little spin to it and be a successful quarterback in the NFL. So yes. I think that these guys are closer than probably what we think so or what we believe. But mm-hmm. as a, as a matter of fact, you know, going forward though, I think that Ritter is a guy who he's, he wants to pave his own way. Yeah. And and I think that he'll be able to do that just by his mindset alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I think that these, these guys are going to, they're going to be in a real competition uh, yes. in, in training camp. And like I said, once, Ritter Ritter gets on the field I think we'll Mm -hmm. be able to clearly define what success look like for um Ritter going forward
2: yeah that's a great point because all of this is conjecture until week one but even more so conjecture until training camp starts at the end of this week and then you get to also see him And hopefully some, uh, both of them rather, in joint practices. And then, of course, in the preseason, because we know Arthur Smith is probably going to play his starters or potential starters much more than he played them last year. So, yeah, we're we're, that was just interesting to us. But when you look at the class, you can kind of see why Ritter was able to get that number one spot because, okay, who else was going to get it but Kenny Pickett maybe on a good day so mm, anyway right. speaking of good days if you are somebody who likes chicken but you like your chicken to be served a little differently well it might be a good day for you coming up and also we will talk about and for the culture a little something that makes this day even more special we'll talk about it on the other side with ATL day ones
0: final segment of ATL day ones with Jarvis and Tanisha. want to thank you for rocking with us throughout the entire show and you guys have been doing your absolute thing. We're up over 2,500 um, subscribers on YouTube. We want, And remember, we are on the audio side as well, wherever you download your podcast. And remember, once you get there, you download that bad boy. You go to that review box. Go ahead and give us a five-star review because you know that's just how we get down. We are... Amazing and you need to let everybody else know how amazing we are. <laughs> yeah, we got confidence on this show. It ain't no problem. But T this is for the culture. It is the intersection between sports, entertainment, and the culture. And sometimes, whatever the heck we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just what it is. But at this particular time, T uh-huh. You all know how the, the chicken sandwich, or, or like I, I have to, I, I like to refer to it as the chicken sandwich phenomenon. <laughs> um, how that went down and, with Popeyes and everybody started getting chicken sandwiches. Yes. <laughs> now, KFC is trying to catch up for some reason. They said they're going to drop some nuggets. KFC right. is about to drop some chicken nuggets. Yeah. Now, T, I know you are a Chick fil A connoisseur and you know how you like your nuggets, you know how you like your chicken sandwiches and everything like that. Are you interested? Are you intrigued? Are you going to try out the KFC chicken nuggets? No
2: question. No question. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Man, look, I am that one person from New Orleans who would probably give KFC a 1B to Popeye's 1A. Because really? I like extra crispy.
0: I like extra oh, crispy. Okay, I got you. Yeah. There you that go. original, <laughs> I don't know about all that. No. Mm-hmm. Right, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. But,
2: but see, I'm not a spicy person. Like, I don't eat spicy food. So okay. Popeye spicy is probably the best thing going. But because I don't eat spicy, like, that, that's not the thing for me. So I'm, I'm predicating the excitement about these nuggets on the fact that I absolutely love KFC extra crispy. So if, if, if they use that batter. Also, mm. if they do like everybody else, Popeye's has a special sauce for their, you know, chicken nuggets and Chick-fil-A has a special sauce. I think <sighs> even Bojangles has a special sauce. So KFC, you better be coming with the special sauce because you, you have some catching up to do. Yes, you do. But as soon as you do catch up, let me know. Cause I'm going to be there.
0: Ooh, oh no. Like, like I, I'm glad that you brought up the extra Chris, because <laughs> you know, I'm cool with extra crispy, but you know, that original, uh, situation, I can't oh, get down really? with that. I'm okay. sorry. Like it's for me, it's kind of like, <sighs> it brings up bad memories. Right. So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> real quick story. So <laughs> I, uh, when we, when we play ball, when I played ball in college, You know, when we used to go on the road, like we used to get meals after games. Yeah. yeah. We would get the meal on the bus and to eat on the bus on our our way back home to uh, our destination, right? And we used to get KFC boxes after every game. Oh. Every game. And it was original. And sometimes it was cold. And we had it after every game. I was just like, can we switch it up at least? Right. Popeyes churches? I, like, like, I would have loved them for Popeyes. I would have loved them for, you know, even church, churches. Even churches. Right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've come, well, I, grew up partly, I I grew up partly in the hood, T. You know what I'm saying? At churches. Churches is cool. I, I mess with churches. I still yeah. rock right with churches every now and then. You know, the yeah. ones that are still I'm open. Right, but... <laughs> right. You know, the ones that are still open. But yeah, every game, T., and we up here sitting up here bartering, change and trading and stuff. I am like, man, I trade you your biscuit for your coleslaw. I was like, oh, I'll get your coleslaw for your for your for your thigh meat. I can only eat dark meat. Like, it was just Oh my god. Well, like we tried to figure out a way to switch it up, but t- yes. it just it buy- bothered me. <laughs> it just bothered me so much. You were much. triggered oh by god. the told <laughs> Triggered. Okay. Oh my god. I was triggered by, you know, when I saw KFC, I was just like, oh God, please don't <laughs> let it be original. But yeah, extra crispy, I might try, I might try that bad boy out. But there is a very interesting thing as far as what's going on with Subway though. And they're asking, they have a special request for people. And I think it may be halfway crazy. We'll talk about that. But before we talk about that, T, tell the folks about Coffee AM and how they just been just, man, they just got some good stuff going on over there.
2: Yeah, now Coffee AM, you absolutely love because you already know they have the variety. So you don't have to think about whether you're going to like their version of original recipe or their version of extra crispy because they'll give all of it to you and then some with a small batch roaster right here in your backyard. The best in the country. And why do we always say the best in the country? Because freshness matter so if it's the freshest coffee you can get because most of those coffees are roasted the same day shipped same day or close to it then that's what it is that makes it best current crop that makes it best getting those coffees from all over the world through fair trade and direct trade that's what makes this coffee so good and if you need a little kick kick in the morning like sometimes jarvis will say he does then absolutely it is the best thing for you. And if you're like me and you just want a little bit of flavor, different flavor, then you love the fact that they have great teas as well. So again, if you go to coffeeam.com backslash locked on today, you can take a look at the full, full menu and decide for yourself. Do you want the coffees? Do you want the gift sets? Do you want the teas? Do you want all of the above? You can do that. And you know why you can do that? Because at your first checkout for your first order you'll get 15 percent off using the coupon code locked on so again that's coffeeam.com backslash locked on to get your 15 percent off at checkout for your first order
0: oh my god oh man go to coffee am that's all i gotta say that's all i gotta yeah. say all right now t subway we now now we know the 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 PR nightmare that Subway has gone through over the years right <laughs> <laughs> like, and it yeah. seems like they are kind of getting a little desperate you know mm-hmm. as far as with this, this latest promotion right, they are right. offering free sandwiches sandwiches for y'all on the west side for life to one person who gets a foot long tattoo so Subway is offering yeah. to one person one person. So that is not it's not a guarantee. If you get it, that you're going right. to be that one person, right? So there's the you, you see the verbiage. You got to yes. always check the verbiage when it comes to this type of stuff. Yes. If you get a, a foot long tattoo, you would have the opportunity to mm-hmm. get Subway sandwiches for life. Tea. Is it even worth it?
2: Well, if they said firehouse, it might be worth
0: it. But since they said oh, something, yeah, oh, good call! Right, oh, right. Call. Yeah, hey, that's what I'm talking about. Firehouse, up. yeah. Sponsor the show. Come on, firehouse. Exactly, we'll firehouse. Talk about y'all too. Yeah, like, we we can give personal testimony. Oh <laughs> yeah. yes, yes. We'll be but, uh, we'll yeah, be uh, another... shouting <laughs> <laughs> up in this place. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly.
2: Nah, not so much. And then to your point, read the fine print. One mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. who gets the tattoo. Is the person who gets the sandwiches for life so do you want that tattoo on your body in case you lose the, the 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 event like you lose and you don't get the prize you lose the contest No, you don't want to be that person and then you don't want to have to go through the process of uh, getting the tattoo what do they do with the tattoos like it, kind of tattoo removal if you will or right, you know yeah. gloss whatever they yeah, do that costs
0: know, a lot yeah.
2: there you go see that's a very costly thing very very costly thing and for some subway sandwiches like we said not even firehouse mm, miss Ooh. me with it unless Subway wants to be our sponsor and then there's that but anyway listen to. guys <laughs> listen guys we get before we wrap up got to give a special shout out so one time for the birthday boy jarvis davis ah. it is his birthday Thank
0: you. Thank so you, T. happy I birthday that. to
2: Jarvis. He's gonna get it in with his boys later on this evening. They're gonna go kick it in a laid-back uh, sort of framework. we're of not
0: mind. going to Magic City, just no, no, just, no, no, re- no. just for the record. You know, no. we're not doing that. The heathen days are over, T. We're not going to Magic. Yes, no. there we go. And, and miraculously,
2: get the people, my mind never <laughs> even went there. So that's my <laughs> I never even thought that. But uh, yeah, they're gonna go just kick it in the city at some reasonably acceptable place Cromo based place. on what Miss yes. Today has already approved. There yes, you go. Exactly, that's it. That's, yeah, it. That, that's really all it has so, to be. Yeah. But yeah, guys, make sure you put in the comments when you give us five stars, give Travis a little happy birthday shout out. So we'll be back tomorrow hopefully talking about the Braves taking the first game in the three-game set versus the Phillies tonight. Max Fried is on the mound, so that always makes everybody happy when it's Max Fried Day. And also, you never know, Alex Anthopoulos could have those phones ringing even tonight. Or will we see someone go down to AAA? Someone come up? Kyle Muller, anybody? Anyway, we'll talk about it all tomorrow. And of course, if there's any news coming out of Flowery Branch, you got to hear about it here. Thank you guys for stopping by ATL Day 1s. We will see you tomorrow.
0: Y'all come back now, you
2: hear? Hey, Prime members.